Hello and welcome everyone to episode 82 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking about all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as the True Mr. Six, and with me today I have Andy, a.k.a. In the jungle, the mighty jungle, the lion sleeps tonight. Hello. Hello. That was nice. <laughs> little sing song. Bit of a random one, that one. It cropped up on my little, like, do you know when you just have your iTunes playing? Random song. Sure. Cropped up when I was walking the dog. I went, oh, I know what I'm doing tonight for my AKA. <laughs> <laughs> my kids like the bit in The Lion King where Timon and Pumbaa just sing that little bit of that. Yeah, I've been likened to Pumbaa a number of times. <laughs> and you to Timon, <laughs> I'm sure. Imagine, I can't imagine <laughs> why. <laughs> well, good evening, my man. How are you tonight? I'm not too bad, not too bad. You're right. Yeah, I'm all right. And what was how many false starts was that on the intro? I think it's four, three, four. Whoa, jeez. Normally I can just smash it right out of the gate, but today I couldn't even introduce the podcast. So hold on to your seats, folks. It's <laughs> all <laughs> I'll say on that one. Good luck. Couldn't couldn't even get the words out. Well, I need a script in front of me. Is what I need. Yeah, you read it out. Be all professional. Mm. I like a I just finished my cup of tea. Media document or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, here we are then, folks. Episode eighty-two. Lots going on. Lots going on in the world of Dice Master. In it, it feels like I, I was sitting down earlier today, going right. What we're we going to talk about on this episode? And me and Andy were messaging back and forth. I was like, "Holy moly, loads has happened in the last two weeks since we recorded the last episode. It's been insane. It's been crazy. I tell you what, there hasn't been though." There's been well, no Infinity been. Gauntlet in the UK, is there? No. Uh, and uh, on that note, we're recording on on the Wednesday. The Asmodee new release sheet came out. I got the email like half an hour ago, and it's not on there still. Dun, dun, dun. It's crazy, isn't it? Crazy. Yeah. You can buy it directly from WizKids now, can't you? Yeah, is that so? I've not looked at that closely, but that is a bit of news. That's what I've heard. Um, I've not looked either. The question there is whether you can buy it on... Whether you, is it just a blanket ships to the, uh, I think it was UK, Germany, they say Spain and Let's have France, a something like that? Online shop. But is that all their product or was that just in relation to Dark Phoenix Saga? I suppose that's what I didn't have a proper look at. Well, let's, let's have a look. Oh, look, loads of cool stuff on here. Uh, oh, coming soon. There is loads of cool stuff. They've had a new uh, pinball small box game come out that's been getting a lot of attention, I noticed recently. There's also an eye being held in a hand in a glass case. Well, everybody's got one of them, haven't they? If you don't, you should do. Right, Infinity <laughs> Gauntlet countertop display. I must admit, though, the eyeballs in my house are being held on a foot. Uh, let's add to cart. Proceed to check out. Just go to Facebook and read Jimmy's notification. Okay. <laughs> he put it out. On uh, yeah, searching through Facebook's um, a minefield. Doesn't keep it in any kind uh, of order, does it? Well, they pinned it to the top. Right. It was pinned to the top of the Dice Masters Unlimited page. Yeah, it looks like you can. It's come out with United Kingdom. Continue to ship in. 
yeah. Announcements. It's in the announcements. And now ships internationally. Germany, England, France, and Canada. I think when he said England, what he meant was the United Kingdom, of course. Yes. Well, there you go. Well, I mean, we don't know that for sure. Maybe they are excluding Scotland, Wales, and Northern Ireland. Who knows? Why would they do that? That would just be mean. No, that's just that good misnomer, isn't it? (laughs) Just generically labelling... The British Isles as England. Yeah, so there you go. Proven here for the last five minutes. You can... Shoot, I nearly uh, closed the wrong screen there. Uh, You can now buy it direct. So if you are champing at the bit to get it, then um, why not stick it to your local game store a little bit more and buy it direct from WizKids? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's... Well, we talked about that in the last episode, didn't we? I mentioned... Yeah, you you got on your soapbox for a little bit. Yeah, very watery I last episode, and now you can't get your words out at all. I know. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe there's like some uh, sort of universal balance that says, "No, you put you put too <laughs> many words in the last episode." So this episode, now we're going to make you all all bimbly and uh, unable to speak. See, there it is. Yeah. Speak. So, yowza. Uh, so, what have you been up to in the last two weeks since we last recorded, my man? Oh, what have I been up to? I have Dice Masters wise, um, not played a lot. Played a couple of games with you, which is live on the YouTube channel every Wednesday evening UK time. <laughs> uh, we did a golden single affiliation, uh, which was lots of fun. Agents of Shield against Spider Man or Spider yeah. Friends, Spider Friends, Spider that Friends. Was, yeah, that was cool. Uh, enjoyed that very much. More on single affiliation later. Spoiler alert. Mm. Um, and then. Last week, uh, which will be two weeks ago when you listen to this, we weren't really sure what to do, so we did a WWE campaign box draft, uh, including the associated team packs. And that was fun. It shows kind of what you can do if you are stuck for ideas, which we were. You can just grab a box, 12 off the top, yeah. just discard four, grab the dice, off you go. Yeah, it was pretty good, actually. Um I mean, we've we've done that for ages. Uh, we've done it before with, we did it with the water dupe stuff, didn't we as well? Yeah, yeah, and it's cool. And you find these little nuggets of of cards that you would never have really picked out just by doing it. The one that was really good was that Ric Flair. That when he um, what did he do again? It was uh, he had deadly, and if he gets knocked out, no, if yes, if he gets knocked out, you can knock out another character. On the opposing yes. side, so basically, if he if he blocks a big attacker, it will knock that big attacker out and something else. Yeah, uh, which is yeah, good. Which it's a full cost. Pretty handy, yeah, yeah, pretty handy, definitely. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that was good fun, definitely. Those those two streams. Um, uh, then, and by the time this oh, has gone out, we'll have we'll have played our game tonight after we've concluded this recording as well. We will, but let's not mention that because I need some material for two weeks' time. Um, <laughs> Okie dokie, then. Yeah, <laughs> thinking in advance. Um, uh, non Dice Master stuff. I have been grinding away at the Avengers game on PlayStation. Still finding that fun, although my uh, partner in crime for that, Rob, is away at the moment so i find with a lot of games a bit more boring when you're doing it on your own it's nice to just kind of have a natter whilst mm. uh, whilst you're playing um for sure and teaming yeah. up and that so did a bit of that that really sums it up i think we've not really done any family gaming i've pl- I d- dabbled a little bit on the apex i've not played that for a while I played it last night actually with javier uh and warming up today 
getting my eye back in. Getting my eye back yeah. in. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute as well. Ooh, lots of exciting things. Drop in mm. all the little spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> tease them, warm them up. Yeah. You know what I mean? give, rub, rub your legs to warm you up. Um, moving on. How has, <laughs> how has your last couple of weeks of gaming gone? Yeah, so in addition, well, I'll start with Dice Busters then. In addition to the two games with yourself you mentioned just then, I am a bit cold tonight. I don't know if you noticed, hey. my nose is a bit sniffly. But rub your legs and you'll warm up. I'm rubbing my legs. I'm doing it. <laughs> Dirty old man. But in addition to the games I played with you, I played with the, a couple of lads over here in the UK. So uh, hello to Duncan, Ollie, and Alex. I had a couple of games with those guys. Uh, we were just playing playing around with some modern because the uh, when you listen to this on Monday, it'll have happened, but the CR Game Room Virtual Worlds Weekend will have taken place. Yes, and it will. So there's been a bit of modern team testing going on. Uh, so that was the purpose of getting together with those guys and playing, which was all right. Uh, I say my team lost miserably every game I played against oh, every no. single person. Yeah, you know, it's just one of them. I'm playing around and experimenting with some different ideas, but I just don't think there's room in the game for finding things like that. Certainly not for a competitive event of the nature of virtual worlds. Um, You're just not trying hard enough. So I tried the Hopal Comble out. But it's not got it. It's not quite right. Oh, it's good. And then I, I've been talking with Nick. Uh, some of you folks listening there may be familiar with Nick Wally. He's uh, quite a prominent chatty figure on the Dice Masters social medias, trying to get something going on with Gorilla Grodd. But it's just too, it's one of them. It's a classic true Mr. Six. I need to buy 10 dice over 10 turns to make it work. And, and I haven't really got anything else. I've got uh, obviously a few of those Awaken Collector bits and bats that I've been tinkering with uh, and I've managed to trade up for a rare nebula so I might get that Atom team out that I was playing with you a couple of weeks back oh yeah that's strong and, yeah I might swap the Atom out for the nebula because that's a bit of a better fit so the grod, oh, st- the grod you're using is that the one with the call out and the charge is it charge or strike no, strike? no uh, it's mm. the one that forces a character to attack every turn and when a character attack or blocks, it deals two damage to that character. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is yeah. a bit more janky, your style. <laughs> yeah, it is. So uh, on the team right now, there's him, uh, Phantom Stranger, the one that, uh, what's it? I've forgotten his subtitle, folks, but it's the Phantom Stranger that deals, when a character attacks, an opposing character attacks, it deals one damage to all other opposing characters. So with Grodd and him, you're doing when one character attacks, you're doing three damage to the field, uh, three damage to the attacking character, and one damage to the field. And then I put the Wolfguard Terminator and Jopper on there. Wolfguard Terminator reduces all damage to one, and Jopper takes no damage during combat. So I've got a blocker that's immune to the Grodd effect. Anyway, you can see where it's going. So already I'm needing four dice. <laughs> <laughs> the other Grodd, you only need to buy it. Yeah, but what's the what's the fun in that? Because you go, you pretend fu- it's a big gorilla charging through, going. Rawr. Well, I mean, yeah, there is some fun in that. Um, but if you if you want to pretend you've got a big gorilla, why not play Becky Lynch? I'm not sure that came out right, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like the the, the Beckle Grodor combo. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all we dice master stuff on the non dice masters front. We have had Kung Fu Zoo out the other day. 
Oh, cool. Been playing some games. You got the kids back yeah. off the uh, whatever they were doing, the gaming. Or the, yeah, what, it's what, the yeah. Xbox and Xbox. the new Nintendo Switch that we recently yeah. bought that's been taking up the time. But yeah, we got Kung Fu Zhu out. Uh, me and Harrison had a couple of games of Pokemon with the with the set decks the other afternoon. That was quite good. I know we've played something You else, did that balance I game. I saw you in the picture. On yes, the we did. Beasts of Balance, that's right. Yeah, we love that one. He's trying to have, have I talked about that one before? You have. You got it on a good good price on Amazon as well. I did, and the expansions? Yeah. Have you got the expansions now? No, they are. So you could you could buy two copies of the core set for the price of the expansion. Oh, blimey. Yeah, the expansion's really expensive, but you can only get the expansion. There's two expansion sets, and you can only get them directly from the manufacturer who is now, they've just been bought out, actually. So you know, the folk who make the Pokemon app, you know, the um, Pokemon Go app, yeah. they've just bought the company out that makes Beast of Balance. Oh, okay. Um, well, that Yeah. Although I, th- I think the positive. expansions were expensive before that. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I can't afford it. I managed to pick up the whale on eBay for cheap. Oh, but nice. I haven't been able to find any of the others any cheaper. Uh, and buying them directly is super expensive. So, but we, I think we, we're getting on all right as it is with the core set for now. So I'll just just keep at it. That reminds me of the I got um, the, the Anki Overdrive, which is basically a new version of Scale Electrics, but you don't have to put them in any slot. They basically they run you, you get, but you know, select Scale Electrics, so it's like a racing track. Um, yeah, for sure. But all you do is you put your car on the track. And then use your phone as a controller to control it going around okay. the track. Yeah. It's tech technologically, if that's the right word, massively advanced. I mean, it's got these little robot cars that basically just drive on their their own um, on sure. a bit of plastic track. Um, it's magic, and we got that that kind of first set quite cheap, but they've gone bust probably because they were selling a, you know, <laughs> a massively like advanced technical. I can't say that word. Can you say it for me? Technological. Yeah, that one. Um, toy, basically. And it was really overpriced, but we got it quite cheap. But then they've gone bust. Um, so to get any of the other cars, it's like remortgage your house for it. Um, yeah. But that's worth looking. If you see them around cheap, it is, it's mental. Like just scale extrics, right? You used to hook it into the little groove and you had all the wires and you could see, yeah, like, yeah. You see the little sparks and that. Uh, this is just, just mental. This little car drives around on its own. Anyway, I digress. Not like <laughs> you me. do, you do, uh, and that's that's it. that's about it, really. And uh, oh, an Animal Crossing. That's the Nintendo Switch game, which of, isn't like Crossy Road. Although it's not like, like Crossy Road. Be. Yeah, in fact, they've done a really frustrating. There's a, a crazy design flaw on Animal Crossing, where you get the first player to open the game and play on the game. So all, all the players, don't matter how many profiles you've got on your Nintendo switch. And we've got three, myself, my son and my daughter. And the first player that opens the game becomes like the, the, uh, what do they call it? The premier resident or something. It's got a name, but that person is the only person who's able to do the kind of progression stuff on the game. And because it's like a life sim, and you, you, you're wanting to, you need to build more and get better tools and, and what have you to continue to improve your island. 
myself and my daughter can't move further forward until my son, who was the first person to log into the game, has sort of done the storyline bits, the, the kind of progression bits. Right. And he's he's got no interest in that. In <laughs> fact, he, he has been going in and getting the shovel, digging holes and burying trash. He's like a dog. Yeah, but like the burying holes, you find gold in there or you find uh, fossils that you can sell to the guy in the museum and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So every time I see one of these little um, little sort of indicators that there's something buried, I go and dig it up and it's it's like a, uh, you know, a, an empty metal can or a tire or a stone. I'm like, what, how are these always always ending up here? I was getting really aggravated with it. And then I was watching him play the other day, and I saw him do it. He just digs a hole <laughs> and buries a can. And what's, I'm like, Harry, what are you doing? Anyway, but it's a it's a total total backward design flaw because it means that I've got to wait for him to move forward in the storyline before I can get a better axe to cut down trees and a better shovel and a you know and a ladder to climb up mountains to find mountain flowers and you know all that kind of stuff you do in these life sims. Random, so random. You described it like Minecraft on steroids or something. Well, uh, I would. It does. It's definitely in the same ballpark as Minecraft, and, a, and a, another favourite of mine, Viva Pinata on the Xbox. That is it's a bit of a guilty pleasure for you. Well, I don't think it's such a guilty pleasure. I, I think people dismissed it because Viva Pinata looks like a kind of cartoony kids game, but it's actually a super clever game. Brilliant. I never got on with it. All my little things died. Or ate each other. Yeah, you got to watch that. Definitely got to watch that. Kind of, kind of the point of the game is to keep your pinatas alive. <laughs> yeah, well, how are you supposed to? They just died. Anyway, anyway. So that was That's um, a lot. Of, that was a big non-dice masters related rant, but it's very frustrating. So at some point soon, if he doesn't crack on, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna hijack his profile and do it for him. Yeah, I'd do that, mate. Yeah, I think that's that's the way it's going to have to go because because uh, the, the hashtag competitive daughter, the mini Miss Six, is getting aggravated because she's like, I've, I haven't got enough room to carry all my stuff. I'm like, well, yeah, we can eventually we'll be able to get this like pocket expansion thing that lets us carry more things, but we can't get it until Harrison's <laughs> built a fence over there. You know what I mean? Yeah, stop burying rubbish. Yeah, but that's what he does. Just goes around, digs a hole, puts a can in it. Pats it down, leaves the little thing, and then I think, oh, I found a new fossil for the museum. No, I haven't. <laughs> I found a dirty old tyre. <laughs> uh, right, I'm looking at the clock. We better tell the listeners what we got coming up in this episode. I think we should. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're going to bounce straight into a community focus because there's just been tons of stuff going on over the last two weeks that we want to mention. Uh, in fact, this whole episode is kind of like a massive community focus episode now that I think about it. It is. We could call it the community focus episode. Let's let's do that. The community yeah. focus episode. So we're just going to talk about some of the things that have been going on across the Dice Masters community over the last two weeks. Then, as a kind of extension of that, but in a segment of its own right, we're going to uh, hone in a little bit on. Well, actually, I don't know what order we're going to do this in, but we'll hone at some point in this episode. We'll talk about the Dice Masters versus Cancer event that. Uh, I think we spoiled, didn't we? Yeah, we said save the date. Uh, We're going to give you some more details. Yeah, absolutely. Start Uh, getting your teams built and practicing away. Yeah, and then off the back of that, we're going to have a little bit of a chat uh, on the 
format that we've chosen and talk about some of the reasons why we like it and some of our favorite teams or ideas within that format. And then lastly, but probably not lastly, probably come thirdly, depends how I edit this, um, we are going to show you guys some of our plans and intentions for some wing spreading that's going to be taking place at the Ministry of Dice. With wings, like Thor ahead. Yeah, we could get some wings involved if you want. Drink some Red Bull or something. Wasn't the kind of wings I was thinking about. You, you might no. You're the same age as me. Do you remember the advert with Thor ahead? No. Teach will know. <laughs> he always knows. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a just a walking, talking <laughs> British pop culture reference machine. That man. We were separated at birth. Uh. I've got nothing on that one. Fair enough. On with the show. This is London calling. Here is the news. Yes, welcome back, everybody. So here is the news. And, oh, my gosh, this last two weeks, there's been loads of stuff going on. I don't even know where to begin. Where's best to begin? Let's start off with the new set release. Says the new set releases. Yeah, that's right. So the Alliance Virtual Open House for retailers and distributors took place um, not last week, the week before, and WizKids were one of the keynote speakers at said event. And during the keynote, there were some new 2021 Dice Master sets revealed for the first time, which is very exciting news. Um, and so those sets, well, there's Kryptonite Crisis, Superman Kryptonite Crisis, which we knew about, yeah, and that's coming in April. But I suppose the new news on that was it included a shot of the countertop box and it had a, a card spoiled on it which was very, very exciting. But the more notable news was the three new sets for 2021, which were the Fantastic Four versus Galactus, Secret Wars, and the House of X, uh, all three of them being Marvel Dice Masters properties. Um, so I suppose the note on that is that we've got another year of life in this game yet. It, it certainly appears that way, doesn't it? That's enough to see us through 2021, especially if it's uh, if we're still we're stuck in this COVID world that we're in. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So um, really interesting. I think it's interesting that they're all Marvel. Um, so there's probably some fans of D&D and WWE and Ninja Turtles out there who are like, ooh, are we going to get any new stuff or what? Yeah, and true. one DC set on the list, but and that was still very exciting. That we already knew about. Yeah. Uh, and to be fair, with their release schedule, that's probably going to take us to 2023 anyway. So <laughs> all's good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see when Infinity Gauntlet comes. <laughs> that's right yeah as far as we're concerned that's not even actually out yet yeah, yeah still spoilers um, so uh, they're, they're pretty notable uh, th- th- all told but one real standout little snippet in the keynote speech was that the Fantastic Four versus Galactus set was going to have a solo play element to it which I think is really intriguing oh so as in you can p- play by yourself uh, yeah yeah, absolutely. And in the article, so if you want to go take a look at the, the sort of promo uh, slides that were shared in the keynote, I've got them over on the website. So if you head on over to BritRoller6.com, you'll find them there. They're probably still quite close to the top in the newsfeed uh, at this point. But uh, it's, it says in the kind of bullet points that it's going to be a, a kind of 
uh, an off-the-shelf pack for, I think it says $29.99 or whatever. And in, during the keynote, they said that it's going to include a set of sidekicks, a set of basic action dice, and a dice bag. So it's it's like a one-person buy-it-off-the-shelf piece of product was what they were indicating and that there was going to be a solo play element to it so you could just buy that off the shelf and just start playing dice masters without an opponent basically that's interesting i misread that i thought it was like as in it was a self-contained campaign box i thought that's why they just changed the name to it but no that is completely different yeah that's um from, from the from the source from the from the deep throat smoking man that gave us the info, that's <laughs> deep that's, that, that's the inside 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 news on that. Um, so, but also Jimmy later said that uh, on a Facebook post, that's Jimmy Darwin O'Brien, who's the product manager, the Dice Masters product manager over at WizKids, also said that these cards were going to be compatible with you know the normal standard constructed two player game. The title would suggest Fantastic Four versus Galactus that there's going to be some sort of you're playing against the game somehow that you know you're going to be battling Galactus himself with your team of Fantastic Four. There's a Silver Surfer in the picture as well, which. He might be around as the Herald of Galactus. Um, mm, that's very exciting. Yeah, so uh, obviously, as always, folks, whenever more information comes down the pipeline on that one, we'll, we'll write about it, you know, we'll blog about it, and we'll talk about it here on the podcast. But certainly for now, there, there's some new sets coming down coming down the chute into 2021, and if you want to go take a look at the pickies, uh, they're waiting with all my further conjecture and... <laughs> And theorizing in the article as well. That's cool. Um, so, so there's that one. Uh, okay, that's one off the list. What's next on our massive community focus? Uh, the spoilers from DM North. Yeah, so DM North have well, the two batches of spoilers. Although, as we're recording, the world hasn't seen one of these two batches yet. But by the time we get it out, they will have. So they had a very interesting. Provo kit, OP uh, organized play card kit in the prize package that uh, they received from WizKids in support of Roll for the North. There was a set of three cards a Spider Man, a Typhoid Mary, and a basic action card called Slingers. All never before seen organized play cards. Woohoo! Themed around Spider Man. So that clearly indicates, I say clearly indicates, somewhat indicates an intention for organized play kits to also continue into 2021 that that does lead to kind of one of the other points on our community focus list in that the spider-man campaign box you know the spider-man team up campaign box and the team pack that was going to be with that have been cancelled they're a cancelled line uh-oh yeah yeah by, by aunt may yeah which i mean that's the that's the thing i think most people have been talking about is that that the aunt may that was spoiled ages ago that was at what like the origins like two years ago so fan appreciation yeah. event yeah um see it was spoiled at the same time as becky lynch was spoiled for wwe that's how long ago it was so that's disappointing so it looks like that this hasn't been confirmed but it looks like maybe they're cross-purposing some of the some of the cards that were designed for that set into organized play kits that's what it appears to look like um, but if you want to go see those cards and take a closer look, then head on over to dm-north.com uh, or give the video where they revealed them a, a watch on their YouTube channel. Uh, oh, but then right. also they 
they've got the full absolutely yeah and subscribe if you don't already um but also uh, they'll they've got the full suite of dark phoenix saga wolverine cards that they will be well they're revealing it tomorrow night um but they'll be out there um as of monday when you listen to this so again go take a look at the video where they reveal that uh, and i'm also sure that jordo or one of the guys over at dm north will write it up too if you're more of a a reader than a watcher a reader than a watcher they're nice looking cards yeah. as well sound lovely artwork <laughs> it's like banksy i've gone a bit liverpudlian now i don't know what's going on over there yeah <laughs> So the OP kit, yay, but the cancellation of Spider-Man, boo. Oh, that, 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 meh. We've got enough to replace it. I think there's enough exciting things to replace it. That X, the was it X, House of X? So that artwork, that little kind of the covers that they've given to like show off the artwork looks amazing. That Secret Wars artwork looks amazing. If they, if they use similar stuff to their advertising, it's going to be another beautiful set. Yeah, well, so uh, interesting, really. Both the House of X and the Secret Wars artwork that's on the promo pictures. Here we go. Both uh, were written by Jonathan Hickman, who's a a writer over at Marvel right now, who's particularly popular and appears to be particularly popular with WizKids. But also the Fantastic Four and the Secret Wars artwork that they're showing are Alex Ross again, who they've used with DC Justice, and they've also used a lot of Alex Ross artwork in the Infinity Gauntlet set. So if that standard is anything to go by, what we've already seen in Infinity Gauntlet and what the spoilers are showing us in terms of artwork in Dark Phoenix Saga, if it carries on through, yeah, it will be outstanding. But there's a lot of Spider-Man fans out there very disappointed, I think, mate. Is there? Yeah. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Yeah. Just See, I reckon, I don't know who works at WizKids, right? But you can tell that Whoever's picking the artwork is a fan, Kaya. It's a fan of comic books. It's not just some guy who's just got a job as a graphic designer, you know, likes you know, interior design and golf. He likes comic books. You can <laughs> buy the, just just by what's chosen. Look, like, like the IG set and what we've seen from Dark Phoenix as well. You can tell that it's um it's a it's a fan of comic books. Yeah, it appears to be the case, doesn't it? I have it on good authority that Jimmy has quite a strong hand in the artwork choices. Does he? Yeah, I can tell. He's he's obviously an Alex Ross fan. I think you you two were gushing over Alex Ross when he was on the show. <laughs> we most certainly were. You should check out Alex Ross's YouTube channel. He does these like kind of masterclass videos that are really awesome. Oh, nice. Apart from the the PXG um, campaign box, was it OP card or didn't like that one? No, I'll. Um... I'll maybe, uh, the other Endeavour that we'll talk about in a minute, I'll maybe get you on some Frank Quietly artwork for that. Oh, was that, I, was that I thought that was Alex Ross. No, that's Frank Quietly. Oh, okay. Frank Quietly, Quietly it is, not Quietly. Oh, Quietly. Um, yeah. Quite. So there you go. Uh, so there you are then, folks. Uh, that, that's the kind of community focus bit, the the news, other than the other community focus bits that are- <laughs> <laughs> we're going to move into because it's the community focus episode. Uh, so head on over to dm-north.com to check those out. Uh, Brit Roller 6 as well, we've got stuff on there. Uh, and I suppose we're running short on time, but check out DM Armada's had some spoiler videos going on too. The Mr. Sinister stuff is worth checking out. 
as well because there's some really intriguing mm. globals going on in that space there. So just loads of spoiler activity. Uh, and then as a final note, if if you are a bit of a, a reader or a, or a lucky loo rather than a watcher, then uh, I've, I'll remind you that I've got the unreleased set information that's now been pulled forward on the web page and is accessible from the top header. It says unreleased sets, cards from unreleased sets on the on the menu. So you can go and have a look at those too. Right, well then, dear listeners, so we're we're going to take a a moment of your time to talk about a landmark moment in the history of the ministry. A landmark moment, I like it. Build it up. Yeah, people people will be saying to you like you know, you know like how people remember where they were during the moon landing or during the Kennedy assassination. You know, the, people remember where they were. They'll remember today. They'll remember listening to the podcast. Go, I remember where I was when they announced the next endeavor of the Ministry of Dice. Where are you now? Yeah, absolutely. So we are about to expand our content offering. We're going to spread our wings a bit. What you folks will have literally just listened to in the intro that we've just done, we do our whole little uh, what have you been up to bit where we kind of cover the the two weeks since we last recorded. That's the line yeah, we use. Two um, weeks of our nerd we, life. Absolutely, yeah. And we, we mostly put stuff in there during that in, intro that is Dice Masters adjacent. So if it's not directly Dice Masters related, it'll be superhero movies or gaming related you know console gaming or other tabletop games but andy and i we actually talk about an awful lot <laughs> of other nerdy things beyond that you just get that bit that you know that we put into the podcast and so we've decided to now start doing the podcasts weekly not fortnightly oh dear but with a twist will we be able to manage that yeah we'll be fine um yeah we've started to we've decided to go weekly uh, but with a twist so we will be doing the ministry of dice the 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 core dice masters heart of this power couple union <laughs> power couple what I like and that will that will continue on its yeah you know like uh, Barack and Michelle Ben Affleck and Jolo yeah yeah you've got you know, Truman Six and Andy E. But the schedule, the, the Ministry of Dice, Dice Masters podcast schedule will remain the same. So every two weeks, on the flip week, in the middle week, you'll be getting what we've named MOD Extra. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Yeah. <laughs> I made that up. Uh, you couldn't tell, could you? No, you couldn't tell at all. Um, or Mod X. Mod X. I suppose for short. Mod X for short. Uh, and in the off week, it will be, to all intents and purposes, uh, an expansion of that little intro section where we talk about kind of what have you been up to. And there's there's a few bits going on there. We're going to use that time to explore and discuss Andy's love of 80s and 90s retros, movies and TV and toys and what have you more. We're going to use that time to talk about my love of comic books a little bit more. We've we're taking an interesting angle to introduce some conversation on that subject. Generally, talk about new and intriguing information that we pick up around and about on films, TV shows, what we've been watching, what we've been playing on the consoles and stuff. So, I, I suppose it's kind of like the MOD intro extended edition. Hence, why it's called extra. Yeah, yeah. So we're just going to be talking naturally about. You, you made the comments, but I think the listeners will be aware that we do like to, to veer off at tangents. So um, 
it will include all variety of things that will pop into our head. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So we'll call it, we'll probably refer to that as Mod X generally, um, and endeavour not to put repeat material across the two. The Ministry of Dice as the Dice Masters podcast will continue on the schedule every two weeks as it is, but then on the other in between weeks. So every two weeks, you'll have Mod Extra. So it'll be Ministry of Dice Mod X, Ministry of Dice Mod X. Yeah. Uh, there's more to it than just that, though, isn't there, my good man? There is indeed. We have a MOD Extra, a Mod Extra YouTube channel, which is looking very barren at the moment in comparison to our uh, main, the Ministry of Dice channel, but it won't for long. And we also have a Twitch channel as well. Yes, that's right. Um, so... We have long promised that when Apex Legends gets cross-play, we'll start doing some some kind of Apex Legends cross-play stuff. And I've been dabbling in Hearthstone Battlegrounds a little bit, and you mentioned earlier that you've been doing your Avengers. So to kind of further support and do a little bit more with the Mod X, you'll have the YouTube and the Twitch channel to engage with. Yeah, cross-play came. Addition. That's exciting. Yes, yeah, but let's not talk about it too much now. Let's save some content for you <laughs> to use in, in the first episode of Odex. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a, a brief diversion there, but uh, we in the biz, I suppose you'd call it a backdoor piloting. Oh, that sounds rude. Uh, I, well, yeah, I suppose it does sound a bit rude, but that's like when you use, it's when like one TV show has a, an element to it that introduces... Like Agent Carter or Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Is this the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to our Avengers? I suppose maybe it could be. Can I be Iron Man? Or no, I'd have to be like like Phil Coulson or someone, shouldn't I? Because they'd be like crossing over. If Yes, if you like, that's fine. We can accommodate that. (laughs) (laughs) So please keep your eyes out on that. The podcast is going to be on the Mod Extra YouTube channel for now. So it'll be a... Uh, a, a video well it's audio but we'll put a title card on it or something so yes. <laughs> you can stare at while you're listening so it um, won't, until... won't be on the podcatchers well it'll just be on the YouTubes yes that's right just for now um, we'll see how well it takes off or uh, if it's got legs on it and if it has then we'll start looking at that you know obviously there's yeah. costs involved personal costs involved and stuff uh, and then keep an eye out on the Twitch channel and the YouTube channel for some console gaming and some uh, gaming that's non-Dice Masters on the Mod X, you know, highlight clips on the YouTube and then the actual streams on the Mod Extra. So Hunters Down, take a look. I'll put some links in the description of this episode, but we would really love it if some of you folks out there who are interested in some of the stuff that we talk about, in addition to Dice Masters, that we just sprinkle in at this point, if you want to come and join us for a bit of that too. Sounds good. Yeah, all right, brilliant. Uh, so there's that then. Um, let's let's get back on to Dice Masters-y stuff, shall we? Yes, welcome back then, folks. So thanks for indulging that little diversion away from Dice Masters stuff there. Again, I'll reiterate, we hope you will come and join us for some of our non-Dice Masters-related stuff. But to get back on the Dice Masters train, this next segment now, we're going to talk a little bit more about Dice Masters versus Cancer uh, and give you a bit more information about what's going on with that event. So if the listeners are not in the know, Andy, if this is the first time they're hearing this, 
tell them a little bit about what Dice Masters versus Cancer is all about. So Dice Masters versus Cancer is what we're going to do this year as Gaming versus Cancer, which is the usual face-to-face uh, event that happens around about November time in the UK, down south in Southampton, in my hood, where we put on the Dice Masters uh, event there. Uh, that's not taking place because we can't meet up. It's only groups of six and that would be a bit rubbish. So we're taking note and the last MOD PDM went down well. The other online tournaments have gone down very well as well. So we are turning it into Dice Masters versus Cancer. It's going to be on, if I'm right, let me see if I can remember, the 28th of November. That's correct. Boom, at six o'clock. Is that also- UK time. UK time. And we will be running the event. It will be a similar in the way it's set up as previous online tournaments. So we'll do it via the challenge and um, uh, it will be discussed on the discord and we'll meet up. It'll be Swiss gaming all day, no top cuts. So everyone's going to get games. You're not going to end up finishing early and we've changed the format a bit, haven't we? Well, for the, we have, we have changed the format a bit. Yeah. So we we should mention that this is a charity fundraising event. That's what gaming versus cancer <laughs> yeah, that usually the, is the, the main thing. So if the name <laughs> didn't fool you, uh, then the, uh, you will have to pay to join and to play, uh, and the proceeds will be going to Cancer Research UK. Well, it'll go to the gaming versus cancer guys for them to send off as part of their overall pot of whatever else they put on uh, over the course of this year, mm-hmm. which isn't looking like a great deal at this point. No, which is a shame. We, we'll, we are going to take a little bit to cover postage, but um, yeah, that's right. So the answer go to not yeah, the entry's going to be <laughs> against yeah. cancer. That's right, <laughs> cancer research, <laughs> research against um, cancer, not research on. <laughs> yeah, um, digging a hole. Moving on, the entry fee is going to be ten pound, ten uh, pound UK sterling, and seven pound of that is going into the charity pot, and three pound of that is going to be separated to help me cover postage i don't think it will cover all the postage so any remaining postage requirements i'll cover as my small contribution to the cause as will i absolutely yeah absolutely we've already got quite a few bits donated uh, we're not we're not fully ready to go live on uh, pricing announcements so keep your eyes and ears open for more information on that but what we do want to talk about is the format that we've chosen well oh i, I can i can say that there is a set of wee colored dice in the mix. Oh, yes. Okay. Very good. Just as a teaser, we like to tease you. So, uh, more to follow, but there is a prestigious and quite hard to get hold of wee colored dice. Yes. Yeah. It, and it, there are some. I was going to say it was white, but I weed on it. But no, it's the actual wee colored dice from Wizards. <laughs> <laughs> some people are going to have no idea what you're talking about uh, i've also got some uh gaming organizations here in the uk who i'm talking to right now uh, who are hopefully planning on making a contribution although it's a bit tough for them to make a contribution really uh, uh this year compared to years gone yeah. by yeah but we'll talk about more about that down the line um but the team building format so we are going to be running it as a golden single affiliation event yes we are it's it's our favourite. I think it was the writing was on the wall as we were debating formats. We we love playing single affiliation and the the kind of themey teams that that generates, and so we decided to go for single affiliation. Uh, if you're not familiar with that, actually, I should qualify. So single affiliation means that your your character cards on your team all must share the same affiliation marker. 
You know, so they must be all Avengers or all X Men, Justice or, League, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you get the idea? I hope so. Absolutely, and, and we've chosen Golden because it just really widens up the pool. Uh, the intention is that it's casual, it's fun, it's a charity fundraising event. We're, we're not really driving it competitively. Uh, the prizing, I assure you, will be balanced across all sorts of weird and wonderful elements of, of the event. It, it won't just be about top spot and such like. Uh, but we have got some restrictions, some small print around the team building, so... Uh, the villains tag will not be considered an affiliation for this event. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh. you, you know, your V, your red V in the black circle is not an affiliation for this event. If you want to play villains, you will have to play the secondary affiliations. So you can have teams that are the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, and all eight of your cards are those, or the Legion of Doom, or the Hellfire Club. They're, they're just a few that spring to mind immediately. Um, or uh, I think some of the Thunderbolts are villains, aren't they? Yeah. Um, but but villains as a broad category that goes across the two intellectual properties is not an affiliation for this event. You can't make just an all-villain team. No. What's next on the list? No actions. No actions, nada, zip, nothing, not a single action. I don't want to be seeing no batarangs. Don't want to be seeing no green devil masks. Don't want to be seeing no rings of galore because I know you'll all be dying to play that one. <laughs> no god catches. No <laughs> Avengers ID cards. Yeah, that's uh, no nothing. Uh, yeah, to no be- actions. So. Eight characters, and all eight of them must be the same affiliation. Yeah. To be clear, basic actions are still involved. So yes. You can have your basic action, your two basic actions. That's fine. But no action cards as part of your eight. Yes. And on the subject of basic actions, they must match the intellectual property of the team you've chosen. So, for example, if I was to play a Bat Family team, then I would have DC basic actions. If I was playing the X-Men, I would have Marvel basic actions. If I was playing... um, Monsters. Nurgles. Oh, okay. Warhammer 40k, Monsters, D&D. You get the idea. So your intellectual property lines are what determine which basic actions you can use with that team. The only exception to that is the Mystics affiliation because Mystics as an affiliation appears across Marvel and DC. In that instance, we're laying down the law and saying that you must use Marvel basic actions with your Mystics team. Yes, very scientific method. I just went... Uh, Mystics were in Marvel first. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And then I think we had some card bands as well, didn't we? We do. Now, the, the intent of this is to move away from the high-end competitive gaming. We've had enough. We've had enough of those online tournaments. We've had the last three or four or five, which have been top-end, high-end, competitive, modern. Uh, so we wanted to veer away from A, that kind of thing, and B, try and avoid that 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 one of you out there and you'll know who's li- who you are if you're listening that's thinking oh how can i uh put together a team that can kill someone in three turns uh, in a single affiliation theme event we're going to try and try and stop you um if you're of that mindset you'll probably still find a way but to make things harder and to make things uh fairer we are banning the following and the following is bard and that's the bard Hell, half elf bard, master lords alliance, the one that's for 18 months. That's all we played. I had enough of that. Um, we are banning Black Widow Serena, we're banning 
Hulk, Green Goliath. We are banning Super Super Werewolf Anti or Super Rare Uanti. Beholder, I can't remember what it's called, but the one that that Beholder, you know the one. Uh, and <laughs> the Hope Summers, and I'll ask Chris to say the subtitle. Pluripotent Echopraxia. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> and uh, the, the idea is to get you uh, scratching your head, flicking through uh, the Dice Coalition Team Builder, the Psychic app. Yeah, what's the one on Android? Um, Transition Zone. Transition Zone. Having a look at the different affiliations. Hopefully, you, you might go for something that you like. So, if you liked Agents of Shield, the TV show, like I did, maybe you'll go for that. If you like Magneto as a character, maybe you'll go for the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Uh, and maybe you can veer more towards the characters and themes you like, uh, as opposed to what's just going to, uh, you know, kill someone as quickly as possible uh and that's our idea uh, um we'll see how it goes yeah absolutely well uh, we do, we considered and debated banning x-men we've we've decided that just banning hope pluripotent echopraxia will be sufficient i'm not convinced i think we should have banned phd as well ah i don't know, um, mm, I don't know. hope gives yeah, Hope's the one that makes any higher-costed X-Men character really easy to reach. Uh, so um, we, we, yeah, we've made the decision. We'll, we'll go for it. I mean, there are bigger choices in the X-Men and Avengers um, affiliations. I think Justice League is relatively big as well, but probably pales in comparison to those two. But yeah, let, let's see what see what awesome teams get built. And hope you join us for the uh, for the tournament. Yeah, absolutely. So if you want to keep on top of the latest news and information around that leading up to the event, then we highly recommend you follow our Facebook page. There already is a Facebook event that's listed there so that you can express interest and just give us a sense of, or some sense of the numbers. But um, we will be getting the official registration process out now that, you know, the event's out there and it's sort of what six weeks away at this point so keep your eyes and ears open on that and then i will like i did with the mod pdm i'll do uh i'll use the website britroll6.com to just sort of contain all the information in, in one spot so you can go and pick that up as and when you need it cool awesome excellent all right uh well uh while we're talking about that we'll move on to the next segment where we'll expand on the idea of single affiliation a little bit more shall we yep let's give the guys some ideas of what they could uh, build on cool all right on to the next segment then Right then, well, single affiliation. So uh, let's talk a little bit about that. Let's actually do so. That that was all n- news and updates. It's a whole community focus episode. We told you it was going to be, but we'll we'll do a little bit of actual Dice Masters conversation to to, to bring us to the close of the episode. I, I suppose the first question should be to explain why we love single affiliation so much as a format. Yeah, the single affiliation. It's the theme of it, isn't it? It's putting your favourite characters up against an opposition, seeing how your teams... I mean, the, the team that obviously comes to mind is the Avengers, but also you've got you know, the X-Men, you've got the Justice League, 
You've got the groups of adventurers that wander around the Dungeons and Dragons land. That's my knowledge. If you want to know more, more about Dungeons and Dragons, then you should check out our YouTube channel. Um, if you wanted <laughs> to, you know, if you wanted to see how the four Ninja Turtles and their buddies fare off, then there's a story to it. There's more of a theme and a an, an idea as opposed to a, a random mishmash of cards that you don't really care what the picture is or the name is. You just just care about what it does. Yeah, yeah, I entirely agree. We're both exactly on the same page here. Uh, the reason I was so attracted to the game in the first place was because I'm a comic book fan, and I, uh, you know, the the X Men, and the, I'm a DC fanboy as well. Were what drew me in, and so I just like playing around with the the aspect that attracted me to the game in the first place you know and i think when it comes to sort of building teams you, you touched on something there is that you could look at the whole affiliation as a kind of blanket affiliation but what, one of the things we'd love to encourage people to do and what we particularly enjoy doing is kind of drilling down into the uh, the kind of i don't know what the phrase is like the the sort of compartment compartments or the little sections within the wider affiliation that uh, that that we're interested in so uh, for example on our stream that we're about to record but will have been recorded last week as of time of you're listening to this i've made a justice league team but it's not a justice actually it's not a justice league team i'm about to talk bobbins i've just looked down at the cards and realized that my justice league team actually doesn't have many justice league characters on it I, I think well, same with mine because it's 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 going that step further. It's if you check out the stream, what we did was we picked a comic book series that we liked with a team of characters, and and basically picked those characters and then just a card from whatever they've got and proxied in. You know, if there wasn't a character with a card, then we proxied in something that was similar, but similar in regard to appearance as opposed to anything to do with abilities or texts and i think there needs to be a little bit of trust on that and trying to to not just min max and squeeze in a god catcher into a avengers team or something like that but for for, for single affiliation it's 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 about putting the characters and, and teams that you like you like and you love um yeah and actually kind of tell a story yeah, absolutely. So your Agents of Shield team is a perfect example of that. Andy's played the Agents of Shield affiliation for forever. It's been one you've tinkered around with loads every yeah. time. Um, and it's because you love the TV show, you're big into the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you, you like those characters, and therefore it just kind of sings to you in that way. Equally, you find if you look back through our archive of gameplay videos, I go back to the Bat Family and the Justice League a lot because I love those comic books and um, the Justice League cartoons and the Batman cartoons and stuff, so I've made teams around those thematically a lot. So uh, making a single affiliation team is great, but then I also think there's something about drilling down and going, do you know what? I love that uh, X-Men 90s cartoon. I'm going to make mm-hmm. a team with a Gambit, a Wolverine, a Cyclops, a Jean Grey, you know, a Professor X. I'm just trying to think who was in the main team there. A Storm. Beast. You know, and That's right. Angel. Yeah. And that, they're going to be my eight cards. I don't think Angel wasn't in this kind of main cast, was he? I don't know. I was going to what you were saying last week. He said he was one of the founders. Yeah, he was in the comic books, but in the cartoon. Oh, Jubilee oh, no. was the other main Jubilee, character, wasn't yeah. she? Yeah. So, you know, right, I'll, I'll make a team out of out of the the cartoon cast or whatever. Or uh, we did we did Brotherhood of Evil Mutants versus the X Men the other day and kind of centered it around the movies, didn't we? The the yeah um, J- James McAvoy 
Michael Fassbender movie series. So I think there's just something, you know, there's a reason we came to this game in the first place. And I know once you start playing the game, you realize that there, there really is something really special about the gameplay and the mechanics of it. But that first moment when you looked at it on a shelf will have been because you're a Marvel movies fan or you're a Batman cartoons fan or you're a Dungeons and Dragons role player from for years gone by. You know, there'll be something, you know, WWE fan that made you look at it and took take it down off the shelf in the first place. And that's what single affiliation really speaks to. It does indeed. So if we were to give some, our listeners an idea of, or a starting point of building a team, um, I'm just having a look. I've just got the uh, app up in front of me with all the different affiliations on. Uh, there are a few obvious choices. Avengers, X-Men being the two main ones. You can't have villains. Uh, so that cuts out a load of choice. So Avengers and X-Men are probably going to be the biggest card pool, but you've also got the likes of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, we all know those, yes. those teams very nearly got there, didn't they? There's so many t- like people have tried it, done quite well with it. There's a few good kind of strong pieces in there. Um, yeah, definitely worth tinkering around with. Lots of different. Um, they've just had a little injection to their ranks in the Infinity Gauntlet set as well, and I think there's lots of different kind of new stuff there as well. Yeah. So you could find that X Men, Avengers, and Guardians of the Galaxy specifically, as the three you've just mentioned, with the larger card pools and within the affiliation, there's lots of different ways you can go and different ways you can win um, that make them interesting. So uh, yeah. I'd absolutely say they're worth a look at. But then there is the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. There's also Spider (laughs) Family that we went through. um, We played on the YouTubes a few weeks ago. Might be something in that. Bat Family as well. There's a a fair few cards of Bat Family around um, and Justice League. Or if you you want to then whittle it down, why not try a team of eight zombies? (laughs) In the monsters space. Uh, no, no, um, Marvel Zombies. So if you have those four oh, yeah, super rares, which you ain't going to ever use again, <laughs> and you probably paid <laughs> a pretty penny for them. I'm not saying well, you'll do very well, but... I think there's eight Black Lanterns as well, isn't there? Black Lanterns there is, yeah. characters, yeah. Is there eight White Lanterns, Lanterns or is there four White Lanterns? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember off the top of my head. But anyway, there's more to it. The Dungeons & Dragons thing, I don't think I've ever seen much done with Dungeons and Dragons for single affiliation. Uh, but there's a hell of a lot of monsters. Yeah, there is absolutely. And there's lots of things you can do there, like uh, dragon themes, fiends. Um, there's lots of stuff in the monsters that have got game techs around uh, being good characters that's worth exploring for sure. Um, you know, so definitely in that, in the monsters that, you know, the, the three sort of scratch marks on the banner, um, there's definitely something there. I don't know. I've never really. I'd love, and by all means, do folks. If someone has a route around in this, I don't know if the the other affiliations in D and D have got enough, enough heft to them. You know, like the uh, like the Masters Lords Alliance or the Zentarium and stuff. But I'd be very Harpers. curious to see if there's. Yeah, I'd be very interested to see if there's anything in that space there. But certainly, monsters again, big card pool and lots of kind of little archetypes within the wider affiliation that you can focus on theme wise um that's interesting uh, but one of the nicer things about that as well actually just uh, something that occurred to me while you were talking it was that you know like so 
all of those that we've mentioned so far, there are kind of obvious, or you might go, right, there's wind conditions in here. This one is great for me. I'm going for this in terms of wind conditions. But the usual kind of supporting utility that you would maybe draw in from other sets and other other affiliations is not available to you. So one of the one of the challenges and one of the joys of this is not uh, is not just going right. Well, there's I love that wind condition. I love that card, so I'm going for that. But it's also saying, well, can I ramp to that? Can I, you know, have I got stuff to back it up? Can I protect it from its uh, most vicious opponents? You know what I mean? Yeah, and then there's, there's things that I think like awaken. That might be an amazing awaken card, but what other of the same affiliation is going to allow me to kind of spin it up, spin it down. How do I do that? Because, you know, you don't want to buy an Awaken card and then not have any way of spinning it up or down. That would just be weird. Yeah, absolutely. So that that will be one of the, the kind of... Well, I was going to say one of the joys and pleasures of the team building. I don't know if some people don't like that. <laughs> that's what I find in one of the, you know, he's sort of saying, well, here's a, a dusty old card that's been in my binder that never gets played, but actually in the single affiliation context... It's it's my my B list version of what I might have used, you know. Yeah, if I was making it in the wider constructed sense. Uh, and what reminded me of that was the spider family that I played because um, it's actually it's actually got some really great cards in it, the spider family. But there's a bit of a fielding cost challenge, which means you need some ramp to deal with it, and it's not greatly equipped with ramp solutions. Whereas on the other hand the x-men have got lots of great ramp solutions yeah and win conditions yes yeah, yeah um but are they sufficiently supported you know a boom boom team could be great but are the marvel only basic actions going to suit what you're trying to do as much as a thrown brick from dc you know what i mean possibly not no so that's the challenge that we put out to you so it's not just uh net decking whatever did well last time and having a tinker and working out how to play it, you actually have to build a team uh, and hopefully mm. you'll enjoy that challenge and that, that how you go about that. I mean, how I go about it is I basically, I'll pick up, I search it on the, uh, the sidekick app, I put in the restrictions, have a look through and just kind of see what, what there is and how it compares and then have a look at the three, four versions and see how they interact with each other uh, and then kind of pick from there. Uh, and it's um, it's fun. Try it. You might like it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so is, is Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. your favourite affiliation to play? I think so. Although I'm thinking I'm going to do something new for uh, for the MOD PDM, uh, Dice Masters versus Cancer, because I've played the, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. one a few times now. But no, I'm going to try building something new. It is fun, That'd though. Good. I like the Maria Hill. Yeah. And the and the will it won't it work? Yeah, <laughs> have I timed it right? <laughs> yeah, which is super fun. There's not really been many cards like it, so it's quite cool. And it's just tucked away; no one really thinks about it. Basically, the ability is the first time you draw a Maria Hill in your turn, you can take a shield energy character from your use pile, roll it, and then it goes into your reserve pool. So basically, if you pull it out and you've just you just buy something big. Um, you pull out a Maria Hill, you've got a chance of rolling it and then being able to do something with it or get some extra energy at least. And it's, it's yeah, it's not a super kind of toned thing that's going to make you, you win every time, but it's quite a fun and different element to the game that I enjoy. Hmm, very good. What's yours favourite? X-Men, isn't it? 
No, it's not actually. No? Um, although you'd be forgiven for thinking that because I do play the X-Men a lot. I like it, the uh, Bat Family specifically is my go-to when it comes to single affiliation. I've played around with Batmans, trying to make massive Batmans with sidekicks before now. I like that promo Robin that's unblockable with Bat Family stuff in it. Uh, I've tried the Dick Grayson, brand new Bat, you know, the one that um, does the does the damage to the opponent in addition to the character that blocks it, that you can get really big when you mm-hmm. KO Bat Family characters. Uh, and the reason I like that is because the Bat Family, kind of like the Guardians of the Galaxy to some degree as well, specifically calls out, you know, when there's another Bat Family character or if there's another Bat Family character. And I, I enjoy that aspect a great deal. Good synergy. Yes, yeah. Uh, and that's the thing to look out for, folks. You know, like, uh, so I was thinking Teen Titans, there's a Starfire. Uh, you'll excuse me for forgetting specifically which one. I think it might be the Super Rare. That Well, there's two, but uh, the Super Rare, and she does a point of damage to the opponent when she attacks for every other Teen Titan character in the field. You know? Um, so I like that. And then there's a, uh, in the Guardians of the Galaxy space, there's loads of stuff like Star-Lord, making them cheaper to buy in field, and then Rocket Raccoon, who gets bigger before the guardians of the galaxy attack with him and stuff so i i like those are the things that stand out to me uh there's a justice league list that i've been playing around with you'll know this one that it's a Hawkman that gets bigger for other justice league characters in the field and then there's a green arrow that does a large area of effects when he's fielded he does damage to each opposing character equal to the number of other justice league dice that you've got fielded so i just that's the kind of stuff that i like to look out for in single affiliation but specifically, that's why Bat Family appeals to me because I like just the way they tie together. Yeah, it's cool. Awesome stuff. Yeah. Well, I hope that has given you some ideas of where to start off. If you are struggling or you want any help or advice, we are here. You can always message us. You can uh, pop us a message on the Facebook. You can send us an email on our email addresses. You can comment on the BritRoller6.com blog, which will be for this podcast. And we'll, we'll, we can try and help you out. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Right, okay. Well, we are definitely running very long on this. So should we yeah. move to the outro? Let's do it. Let's do it. Well, there we are then, folks. As all things must, this episode of the Ministry of Dice has come to an end. Uh, we hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed recording. That's So there you go. There's the community focus done. Should we move on to some real content? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a fun... A, a, a news-packed episode. Loads going on. It has. Yeah, it has. Absolutely. Um, so uh, we hope some of you are able to come and join us for the Dice Masters versus Cancer at the end of November. Um, remember, it's a fundraising event. We're, we're looking to uh, help raise funds for Cancer Research UK through the Gaming versus Cancer initiative. So uh, please do. And also we hope that some of you will be able to join us for some of our newer endeavours where we're going to start straying out into some different content areas. We are indeed. I hope that everyone had fun at uh, Dice Masters Online Worlds. What's the official title? The Virtual Worlds Weekend. Yes, because that would have been last week if you're listening to it on Monday. This on Monday, yeah, yeah. Yep. We the week literally the weekend just gone, yeah. Literally the weekend just gone. Yeah. Well, I hope you um, all had a fantastic time. <laughs> that's that's great, Smashy. <laughs> <laughs> Smash tastic. 
Um, that, I mean, that's about it, really. I think there's no point labouring the outro there. Come back and join us in two weeks' time for more Dice Masters content, but come back and join us in a week's time. Bum, 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 for MOD for... Extra. That's right, yeah. Um, but in the meantime, I've been Chris, a.k.a. True Mr. Six. And I've been Andy, a.k.a. Milky Milky. <laughs> See you later, folks. Bye. Yeah, Jesus. Come on, Chris. Yeah. I was going to say, don't don't rely on me. I'm always crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Right, hang on. There we go. Right, just give yourself a bit of a cheek slap. Uh, right, into the community focus then, my man. Five seconds of silence starting now. <laughs>